brothers and sisters, it's time for Angel Repair Juice. Dr. Luther, yesterday you admitted these writings were yours. Will you tell us now, do you persist in what you have written here? Or are you prepared to retract these writings and the beliefs they contain? I ask pardon if I lack the manners that befit this court. I was not brought up in king's palaces, but in the seclusion of a cloister. I am asked to retract these writings, but they are of different kinds. In some I discuss faith and good works. If I were to retract these, I should be denying accepted Christian truths. In others, I attack popery and assail men who have afflicted the Christian world and ruined the bodies and souls of other men. If I were to retract those, I should be like a cloak that covers evil. Martin Luther, you have not yet answered the question. Give us a simple answer. Will you recant, or will you not? You ask for a simple answer. Here it is. Unless you can convince me by scripture, and not by popes or councils who have often contradicted each other, Unless I am so convinced that I am wrong, I am bound to my beliefs by the texts of the Bible. My conscience is captive to the word of God. To go against conscience is neither right nor safe. I cannot and I will not recant. Here I stand. I can do no other. God help me. And this is another edition of Angel Repair Juice. My name's Henry Volk. My name's Matthew Pancake. And that was some serious mood whiplash. On oh, the one, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, it was, and whose idea was that, Henry? <laughs> that was my idea because it's like Luther one-punching the Pope right in the face. Is that what it was? One punch. Exactly. Except I think one it punch. took more than one punch because, you know, it's just... They did that, and then they tried to punch him back, and it didn't work, and there's punching, and next thing you knew, he was locked away in a castle, kidnapped, supposedly, gone. It's a long story. But, but I'd like to think, but I'd like to think he, he drew, he, like, he drove the 95 theses in with, like, one hammer blow, you know, like, oh. boom, they were all in there. <laughs> so it starts like, at the door. Boom, big, since, boom. since this is, I mean, the reason we're doing this is that it's Reformation, okay? So Reformation Day. Reformation Day. Reformation Day show, not quite there yet. It's only the 25th. We understand that, but. Reformation you know, Sunday. So, so he draws back for one punch to nail that thesis to the door, and it goes straight through to the Pope and lays him out. Is that what it was? This. Something all, like that. All in one swipe. Just the church itself just flattens out, and it's just like this wave that went straight from Wittenberg all the way, all the way to Rome. Right? Yep. <laughs> just like it says in the history books. Just like it says in the, in the actual <laughs> history books. This the is how Martin Luther books. took out the Pope. One punch. Okay, you're li you're listening to Angel Repair Juice. Now, Angel Repair Juice has the niche of all times. Let's say it. The niche is... Good. The niche is... Life. And our niche is, this is anime from a Lutheran perspective. And let's talk just a little bit about, um, you know, not who we are, but how to get in touch with us. Let's see if I can do this again this week. Angel Repair Juice PC, 
That's all one word, and those are two letters at the end, P and a C. Angel Repair Juice PC at gmail.com. You can send us an email there. And you can also get in touch with us on Facebook because there's a page there. There's a group there. My name is Matthew Pancake. I'm on there. Henry's on there if you can find him. And there's also, now it's, now this one I can't remember. AJR Podcast. That's the, the Twitter. Is that how it goes? It's ARJ. ARJ. There you go. ARJ Podcast. That's on Twitter. So you can look for us on there. Are the shows going up on the Twitter feed yet there, Henry? Um, They were, but I think I forgot to do the last one. You think Um, so? I'm pretty sure. We ought to find a way to automate it is what we ought to do. Now, we've got somebody on board today for the first time ever in in Angel Repair Juice history. We actually have a guest. And you know what? I got to give kudos to oh Henry there for for pulling this off because I didn't see this coming. Um, you called yep. me. You you didn't call me, but you sent me a message saying, "Hey, I got a guest." And guess who that is? Well, it's Ted Geezy. And for those of you that follow the Lutheran side of this thing, Ted Geezy is the associate pastor at Mount Olive Lutheran Church in Regina, Saskatchewan, Canada. Hey, Ted, are you still on the air there? I am. Hey, thanks for having me on. All right, everything's working. Hey, Ted, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, uh, like you said, I'm a pastor up here in Canada, and uh, also I do movie reviews. So I'm the main movie reviewer for Issues Etc., which is a uh, radio program. You can catch that online also, issuesetc.org, etc.org. And I do movie reviews for the Canadian Lutheran and for the LCMS Reporter, and uh, so you can find that stuff online as well. And I've contributed to Reformation Rush Hour and the God Whispers uh, as well, which is a fun show. And now you have the dubious distinction of having been on the show that you don't know if it's even fun yet or not. Angel, <laughs> yeah, Angel, Re- Angel Repair Juice, which took us like, what, an hour to get started today? <laughs> yeah. <Something like> yeah. That. <laughs> he said, you, Henry, what was it you said? You said, I don't know if he's ever going to want to be back again. And I told you, yeah. I, I don't even know if he wants to start or not. <laughs> he wants to be on the day. So, so we have him on thus far. So. so Yeah, well, so far. So won't we explain to uh, Ted there what it is that we do in this first half of the show? Oh, well, Ted, on this first half of the show, we uh, do a recap of some of the shows we picked out from the current anime season. So it's the, the fall season right now. So both Matthew and I have about three shows each that we uh, – go over the the episodes that have been released this past week and we just kind of give a short synopsis of each episode uh just so that people can follow along and decide whether or not they want to watch the series well i hope that that's what they're doing because i don't know i don't know how exciting we make it um although um you know henry what do you think we've done two of these so far right it's yeah it's at least better than doing the anime news roll right i would think so i mean you know it's Listeners, all you have to do is shoot us an email at angelrepairjuicepc at gmail.com. If you feel that maybe you're not so in love with the anime roundup or not, maybe you prefer the news roll, you have to let us know. And we're not mind readers. See, here's the thing about, uh, yes, we are. We're mind readers. I like Wait, the dead air. You? I like the dead air there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you need complete silence to read. <laughs> yeah, is that what it is? 
Yeah, total silence to read just, the mind. I just read yeah, everybody's yeah, yeah. mind just now. You should worry. You should be very worried. No, no, I do, it's it, it's a good thing. Who was it that did this to me the other day? Pastor Gary, he was talking to somebody, and he looked at me and said, so, Matthew, can I read your mind? And I said, I hope not. <laughs> Because he was, he was trying to bore me to death. I said, no. Okay, so what we do is, um, and we already discussed, we're not going to put you on the spot to have you read one of these, but you're going to, I guess you're going to wind up listening to us read these things. So let's get sorry ready. Sorry about that. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, let's get ready and do this thing that I think we're going to call the anime, uh, the anime recap roundup. Anti-Magic Academy Episode 3 has a witch named Mari getting captured, but for reasons that are kept hidden from the rest of the 35th Test Platoon, she, she's made a student at the school. Since Ulteri hates witches, her and Mari absolutely do not get along, but that doesn't stop Takaru, Takeru from doing what he can to help his team get along with her. The platoon is given the seemingly simple task of guarding Mari, but that may turn out to be difficult in the future since the leader of Valhalla Group appears to have framed Mari for murder and used magic to make her forget the murder. Later, when Ulteri reports back to her adopted father, she finds a report on his desk that details the charges against Mari. Ulteri is not pleased, but we'll have to wait until next week to find out what happens. On the latest episode of Young Blackjack, Cherry pays Hazama a house visit. She's amazed by his pet fish, which he's actually operated on. While she's checking out some of his other edible experiments, they hear a groan from the next room over. Izama's neighbor is harboring protesters of the Vietnam War, among whom are some American military deserters. One of the men, who is suffering from a severe headache, is unconscious and in serious need of medical attention. Izama diagnoses him with swelling of the brain. Izama wants to call an ambulance, but protesters won't have it because if the deserters are identified they'll be court-martialed however operating on the man could mean Izama will lose his chance of becoming a certified medical practitioner however he decides to perform the brain surgery will Izama be able to perform the operation will he lose his chance of becoming a certified physician find out by tuning in to the next episode of Young Blackjack Yo Taro hates his white knight syndrome he hates it so much because once again he winds up saving a drowning elementary schooler while everyone asks who's that weirdo makio's father has decided to allow her to stay in japan and has enrolled her in a local school named of all things shinra academy in order to stay close at all times yotaro attends Shinra High School nearby, and he happens to meet the girl that he saved in Episode 1. Her name is Sai, and she thinks that Nightlancer is a pervert because he wears a mask. Meanwhile, a strange young girl who's looking for revenge against the person who took down Kong, Kongoji learns that his name, the man who took her down, is Nightlancer. But while looking for him, she finds herself being rescued by the masked knight himself. So, will it be revenge, or will it be gratitude? Tune in next time for more Lance and Masks. On the latest episode of Mobile Suit Gundam, Iron-Blooded Orphans, the 3rd Army Division decides to take control of Christguard's security. After eating 1st Corps a batch of sedated soup, Orga and the rest of 3rd Division tie them up and hold them hostage. And 1st Corps' commander 
begins to give Orga some lip, Mikazukin loads three bullets into his skull. Orga gives First Division an ultimatum. Either stay and cooperate, or leave. However, shortly after establishing control of Christ God security, Lieutenant Crank returns to defeat Gundam Barbatos. Mikazuki engages Lieutenant Crank and defeats him. Orga decides to rename the organization Tekadon, or Iron Flower. After the battle, Lieutenant Crank acts... <laughs> After the battle, Lieutenant Crank asks Mikazuki to end his life. Mikazuki pulls out his pistol and honors the request. One Punch Man just keeps getting better and better and better. Genus, not to be confused with Genos, the cyborg superhero who has apprenticed himself to Saitama, is a genius scientist who's so smart that he can't get along in a world populated by such weak-minded humans. He created, quote, the House of Evolution to create an evolved new human race that lives up to his expectations. But it turns out that it's harder to create an evolved human than he thought, and he wants to study Saitama to learn his secrets for being so powerful. But when Genos learns that Saitama and Genos are on their way to dismantle his organization, he resorts to his quote-unquote last resort, Azura Kabuto, which is Carnage Rhino in English. And the failed experiment in human evolution is not only unstable, but is also overpowered and uncontrollable. Genus sets Carnage Rhino loose on Saitama, who tells the monster that he'd better not disappoint him. But when the monster goes into super carnage mode, he begins busting Saitama so hard he's ricocheting off of everything in sight. Is this the end of One Punch Man? Well, tomorrow's discount day at the local co-op, so Saitama can't miss that, can he? This week on Attack on Titan Junior High! There was actually no new episode. Oh. Just kidding, there were two! Okay, on episode three of Attack on Titan Junior High, Annie's favorite lunch is hamburger with cheese. However, love of this lunch has earned Aaron the nickname, and my mother's going to kill me for saying this, Cheeburger Bastard. So when Annie's secret is almost exposed, she lies and tells everyone her favorite food is mazoku. In her embarrassment, she threatens to pound Aaron at the school's dodgeball tournament. At the day of the big match, Aaron is nowhere to be found, which renders Mikasa virtually ineffective. However, once Aaron shows up, team kicks it into high gear and beats Annie, who then admits her love of hamburger steak with cheese. Episode 4 of Attack on Titan Junior High. The wall cleaning club begins their duties. Everyone is loathing being in the lame club until Senpai Rico flies by using the multi-directional equipment. He promises the group that they can use it too if they do a good job cleaning windows, which, yeah, they do. Everyone can use the equipment except for Aaron, who, if he can't horn it, will be kicked out of the club. Mr. Haney's, the school janitor, tries to use the equipment, but crashes into a wall because he's drunk. Then suddenly out of nowhere, Aaron is able to use the equipment. And then suddenly out of nowhere, some titans show up and start painting graffiti on the wall that the public is cleaning. Then bursting into action, Aaron grapples onto the wall, flying, no, soaring, to go clean up the graffiti. But then, 
hits the wall, ends up covered in paint when he fails to use the equipment properly, and the Titans run away. And that's the thing that we call the anime recap. Roundup! Roundup! <laughs> you'll be okay, you'll be okay. <laughs> okay. So that was that's called the fire hose. Maybe that's what we ought to call it, the anime fire hose. Just <laughs> the anime fire hose. I like that better. <laughs> this is you, you just got you just got how would this be? Let's see. This is six episodes. So that's basically three hours of anime right in the face. <laughs> so, Ted, critique please. <laughs> We're gonna let the critic cut loose on us. <laughs> well, they they really like the the uh cafeteria food apparently. <laughs> Well, you see, that's the, the – well, I don't know. Do the Titans like that? They, I think they like home lunches more than they like the uh, cafeteria lunches. Yeah. But they haven't really said that, have they? We're only four episodes in, so we don't know yet. <laughs> well, all shall be out. revealed. All shall be revealed. Who, know, who knows how that's going to work? See, now, here's the thing, Ted. I, I love One Punch Man so much. It is a, it is a comic deconstruction of comic book superheroes – um, so that, cause here's the thing that'll happen. People will pick up this program. They won't know what one punch man is. They'll have to Google it, but I'm going to explain to Ted so that, so that he understands one punch man is a superhero because he thinks it's fun. That's his thing. He, he thinks it's fun. In fact, three years ago, he decided that he was going to start training to be a superhero. And and in that episode, by the way, Henry, he he explains to everybody his secret of how he became so powerful. Okay, and this is right. how this is how he became so powerful: one hundred push-ups every day, one hundred squats every day, ten k run every day. Even if you think you're going to die, get up and do it. Do it till your hair falls out. <laughs> And everyone's like, you're kidding, right? That would just be a normal routine. That, there's nothing special about that. And he says, no, no, that's what I did. That's, that's how I became like this. <laughs> See, he takes out everything with one punch. He's so powerful, there's nothing can stand against him. And he's just bored to tears over it. There's, there's nobody can stand against him. I just, I, just, I, just, I, just, I just love how it always works out. Like he's being pummeled to death by this, by this, by this rhino. And 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 he's bouncing off of the walls like it's just horrible, you know. Like you've never seen anybody being beaten this badly. And he's bouncing all over the place, and it's just and the whole time you can hear in his head he goes, "I think I've made a terrible, terrible mistake," because because here's what the the creature, the Kabuto creature, said. He said said, "I'm going to go. I am now in this turbo mode, and I'm going to be this way for a week. I'll be this way till next Saturday." And you hear Saitama in his mind saying, oh, I've made a terrible, terrible error. He's, he's going to be this way for a week till next Saturday. While he's being beat up, right? He's, he's being smashed all over the place. You can hear him saying this. That means today is Saturday. That means I've missed the sale at the co-op. And he loses his mind and he, and he suddenly just punches and boom and there's goo everywhere and he's and 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 while this body of this gargantuan thing is laid out destroyed in front of him he's on his knees crying because he missed the sales at the co-op 
It's a hard life. <laughs> <laughs> See, he, he has, he, he, they take it one step farther. He actually has no weaknesses at all. He, no, no discernible weaknesses that somebody could actually use against him. If, no kryptonite. No, there's no kryptonite. Um, in, in fact, he was being um, someone was um, complimenting him because because he always shows up on time, and he says, "Actually, I rarely show up on time." Because <laughs> the fact is, this is the deconstruction part of it. The fact of the matter is, is any superhero showing up at any time would be seen by everybody who's not a superhero as, "Oh, that was just in the nick of time." And he's like, "No, I'm never there on time. I never make it here on time." But he can't fly. That's something he can't do. He revealed that. Yes. That's why they're running. You know, he's running, running, running. You know, he can climb really fast. He can jump. He can do all these things. He, he can't. He, he can't fly. But he's like super fast. So he might as well be able to fly. But he said he, he admits it. I've, I've never shown up on time. I rarely ever. I'm rarely ever on time. I can uh, see it now. That the big, <laughs> most dramatic episode ever of One Punch Man will be titled. The day one punch man punched twice. Oh, he's he's done that. He actually. Oh, he's done that. He he. This is what he did. He was he was. Well, how is he one punch man then? Well, because this is what he did. He said he said simultaneous regular punches, just because he was bored. He's just. I mean, he could throw the one great big punch, but I'll just throw a regular punch. I'll just throw a bunch of normal punches. There. How do you feel about that? <laughs> you, you know, though, Matthew, I, I, I have a, a problem with your synopsis here. What? This character, Janus, that's, that's the inc- that is an incorrect pronunciation. The Latin is, pronounced, is actually pronounced Gainus. Just want to throw that out there. Uh-huh. Gainus, don't, don't not Janus. It's just you can stop now because they, they say the way it winds up coming out in, in Japanese is Genosis. So you could well, take it should the, be Genosis. You could you could take that however you want to, but they pronounce it with a with a just sound, so, so what that's what we're that, going with. So, someone should tell him yeah. There, his voice went away. Hey, we won't have to deal with him anymore, Ted. We can just sit here and talk and he's <laughs> and he's done. <laughs> I have been one punched out of the conversation. He's been one punched. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now now the thing about it is, is last week you were you Henry were very effusive about Young Blackjack. So, what did you yes. think this week? Um, you know, it seemed like the episode just went by like that, and um, it, it was really good. Um, uh, you know, maybe not quite as exciting as some of the others, but you, you kind of get this feeling that that the main theme of Young Blackjack is that he's constantly having to do these surgeries and operations that are all, you know, uh, off the grid and under the table. And it keeps he keeps on risking his chance to be a certified medical doctor by doing these operations. But he's always finding himself in these situations to where unless he operates, the person's going to die. And um, I, I think that that's the theme. I, I could be wrong. You know, we're only three episodes in. Uh, either way, it's a, such a good show. And... Uh, I can't wait for the next episode. Have any desire yet to go back and watch the original? You, you know, I would like to. Um, I just wonder where it's streaming. Of course, I could probably get it on DVD. You know, actually, that's probably uh, true. You could probably yeah. find it in one of at one of your haunts. He's got a 
Ted, he's got like a like four or five stores that he could go to to find yeah. find decent stuff. So if you ever want to, if you ever want, he could buy it and he could ship it to you. There, there you go. go. There you go. Okay, we have about, before we hit the bottom of the hour, we've got about three minutes. So why don't we talk briefly about what we're going to do on the other side of the break? Well, uh, on the other side of the break, we have a little little surprise, a little game planned um, for Matthew and Ted. I have no idea how this is supposed to work, but there you go. So Matthew and Ted are going to face off at a game of, who said it, Joel Osteen or Anton LaVey. After all, it's not only Reformation Day, it's also... Halloween. So. Okay. Well, in that, if that's the case, then why don't we just go ahead and break now so that we'll have extra time on the other side because Ted and I would like to talk about something that you were supposed to do some watching on, and we're going to let you explain again why it was that you couldn't, uh, you couldn't finish your homework. Oh, okay. Okay, so why don't you sit why – why don't everybody just sit quiet for a little while, and we'll be back with more Angel Repair Juice in just a few moments. Is that what you wanted, Henry? I mean, you know, that's exactly what I wanted. Good, good job. You, you read my mind, Matthew. I read. You I finally. Oh, reader. ooh, ooh, that's scary. That's very scary. <laughs> I wonder if. I, well, but you know what the problem with that is? I'm good at reading your mind, but I'm not good at reading mine. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you can read my mind, but you can't read what I want in the show notes. I oh, mean, is that what it is? <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> well, you see, here's the interesting thing about show notes. Let me know that you made changes, and then we'll be good. Okay. So. It, it should update it automatically. I'm, I'm blaming the, the, the thing. Anyways. Yeah, okay. So, you? so you got a game that you want me and Ted to play. Okay. So, oh, yes, I do. So, Well, first of all, remember that my name is Matthew Pancake, and that's Henry Volk, and Ted Giese is on with us. And, hey there. Yeah, then Ted, and guess what? He's the first guest that we've ever had on Angel Repair Juice. Actually, we haven't done a whole lot of these yet, Ted, as you can tell. Uh, 
but yeah. we are still able to use the excuse we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> so, okay, so so let's get this game on the get this show on the road. All right. Well, the game is who said it? Joel Osteen or Anton Lavey? But <laughs> so let me get this right though. It's Joel Olstein. Yeah, old Steam. Yeah, not yes. the troll, the actual the Joel Osteen. Yeah, okay, this is right. the the actual Joel Osteen. So, oh, okay. but to really make it interesting, I'm going to say every quote in Joel Osteen's voice. So, so we, so let me get this straight. We have to guess if it's Anton Lavey or if it's okay, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. okay. Shoot. All okay, right. Okay. No, but the thing about it is, is how? Give us the rules here. What are we going to do? Okay, well, whoever uh, gets the most right will each get three quotes, and whoever gets the most right out of the three wins. Oh, okay. All right. So, um, Can I get a lifeline? No. <laughs> no lifelines. Okay. Uh, no Google either. I wouldn't you're, totally, you're, you're totally left to your uh, own... Uh, I'm not gonna you can only draw on your own mental resources. I'm just going to guess. The <laughs> <laughs> well, problem Ted, is, is I would probably be more more likely to recognize Anton LaVey than Joel. Yeah. <laughs> One's the devil I know, the other's the devil I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so let it, let it run. Let it fly. All right. Matthew, I'll give you the first one here, man. All right. Don't use your words to describe the situation. Use your words to change the situation. Oh, that sounds like Joel. Oh, you got it right. All right, Ted. Ready? Yep. If we hope and pray for something to come about, we will not act in the positive way which will make it happen. Positive thinking and positive action add up to positive results. That's definitely Joel Osteen. Really? Anton LaVey. Yes, it Wow. Was. All right. Hey, Matthew. All right. Here's your next one. All right. If you can change your words, you can change your world. I think that's an Anton LaVey quote. No? Dole. Uh, it seems to me like I've heard that quote. Well, it's the internet, so you never know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm 1-0. I'm 1-0. All right, Ted. Here's your next one. If we are set in our ways, bound by our perspectives... Stuck in our thinking. Hmm. Well, I'm gonna say that's Joel Steve. Yep. Got it right. Hey, we're we're tied. All right. What are we gonna do if we tie? If we tie, you know, then what? Um. You don't know. Go ahead. Go I ahead. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think that far ahead. Okay. Uh. Who's turn? This is Matthew, right? Yeah, it's me. Okay. Never enter a business deal with anyone who has less than yourself. <laughs> it's got to be Anton LaVey. Yeah, you got that one I, right. I don't know why on earth Joel Steen would care about a business deal. All right. Ted, <laughs> All right. this one's yours, man, for the win, for the win. For the, for, for the tie. For the tie. For the tie. Anyways, carry on. Do you have a tiebreaker, by the way? Yeah, I, I can do a tiebreaker. Okay, okay. Go for it. Best place 
meditators on the pot. If you have a comfortable toilet seat and a stout lock on the door, there's no telling what great thoughts might emerge. Martin Luther dreamed up Protestantism while sitting on the toilet at Wittenberg Monastery. We all know what a big movement that became. Big movement. Okay. Um, I think that's going to be Anton LaVey. Yep. <laughs> okay, now you need that's the right. tiebreaker. Now what? Okay. Okay, I've, I've got uh, one quote, one more quote here, potentially two, depending on how this tiebreaker goes, guys. So, uh, how this will work is I'll read the quote. You both get a guess. Um, if you both guess right, then we'll go into the next one. Someone guesses wrong, and then that, you know, the other person wins. Well, wait a minute. So, how's, how's it going to work if, we're, if we both guess? One of the, Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Never mind. We'll I, roll with it. I guess we don't have a choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ted, Ted's probably thinking, oh, man, why, why did I join up this? But, uh, why did I agree to that? Wow. Oh, okay, here it is. I break away from all conventions that do not lead to my earthly success and happiness. That sounds Matthew? like that sounds like Anton LeVay. Okay, uh, Ted. I'm going to sit as Joel Olstein. Well, Ted, you lost. Oh, Matthew, you got it right. Although I could totally hear Joel Osteen saying that. Yeah, one. you could, but I could. But here's the trick: is maybe maybe I'm a little nicer about where Joel Osteen's concerned. I I can't imagine him actually saying it that way. He would word that differently. So maybe that's yeah. yeah, true. So that it doesn't. Yeah, this sound... this, uh, this game is awesome, by the way, because it does point out some interesting things. Yeah. Think about I mean, that. How, how close? Except for the whole. Yeah, Martin Luther dreamed up Protestantism on the pot. You know, <laughs> yeah, Joel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> oh, you wait know? a minute, you didn't say that. <laughs> he dreamed up his whole ministry while he was on the pot. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so is that game over? <laughs> yeah. So what? Yeah. So what did I win? Did I mean? You know, it's not fair that the host of the show wins. You know, over the guest. Yeah. That. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I will vicariously, I will vicariously gift our guest, Ted Giese, my winnings. Wow. Boy, doesn't that sound, that doesn't sound self-centered at all, does it? Yeah. <laughs> Not the least bit. Oh, boy. You know what, just for that, Ted, we should really spoil this. See, for, for a few weeks now, I've been promising people that we were going to get to talk about Poela Magi, Madoka Magica. Yeah, I've, I can actually say that. <laughs> so, and the problem is, is that for the last couple of weeks, how long has it been since uh, you said that you were going to watch this uh, there, Henry? Oh, you know, a uh, couple of weeks. A couple of weeks. Yeah. And you're and and you, would you like to tell the story about uh, getting sick again? <laughs> well, it's, I, I have. Okay, for this past week, I've been really busy. Okay, I've worked full time job. I had exams uh-huh. all week. Yeah, and Wednesday was Back to the Future Day. Uh huh. Or was it Tuesday? Every day, Back to the Future Day was on. I was busy doing that. I had to watch all the movies, of course. 
And then Saturday was going to be my anime day. But I woke up and was sick and went to the emergency, not the emergency care, but the urgent care. And I had to get the medicine and go to the pharmacy. And that took all day. Then I had homework. Then, you know, there really wasn't any time left at the end of the day. Yeah, Ted, didn't he leave something out of that? (laughs) Yeah, I think he watched, like, the movie Dune, like, seven times or something. And on top of that, he said, "He said, and my throat was hurting." And and I said, "Yeah, that really like messed up your ability to watch things, didn't it?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, no, 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 because I I started in on uh, uh, Monica Magica, and then my throat kept on getting worse and worse because like I my uvula was all swollen, and it was really bad, and I went doctor and that took up a bunch of time and i just never got around to watching all of it okay well what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna say beginning now everybody if you're listening and you don't want this thing spoiled you want to go watch it yourself starting right now at about 39 minutes is when the spoilers start so if you want to press stop now you may An extended discussion of the anime Poeta Magni, Madoka Magica, turned out to be so long that I'm including it in a second episode marked 15.2. Go and listen to that now.